Recorded live in Balcata, Western Australia, the hoon capital of the world, this is Talking Power. Gap is what happens uh, when you hold to the floor and crush the man next to you. There's space in between your back bumper and your front bumper. We, uh, in the South, we refer to it as the Gap Band. Well, I think, you know, Formula One is for grown-ups. You have, you have, Simon. Sorry. <laughs> Nick, it's Gonzo Travaglini, roving reporter for Talk and Power at the 48th Western Nationals. How, how are you going there, Simon? Because I'm, I'm down here in Albany, in lovely Albany, and you're at lovely Quinana. Yeah, I believe that there's been a few 300 plus kilometre runs down have, in uh, yeah, Albany. They have, and they're only, they've only fed it up to 800 metres so far today, so. That's incredible. Exciting things to happen tomorrow. Anyway, what's going on down there? All right, Nick. Well, you know, you've been racing with us for over a quarter of a century. And last night, we had the trailer packed, the truck, I should say, packed before 8pm. I was actually at home with my uh, family before 8pm. Can you believe that? I can't, actually. That's amazing. (laughs) That is incredible. (laughs) So I still managed to stuff it up because I decided to ride down on my motorcycle I uh, had to go back to Allfast to drop the laptop off and a few other bits and pieces so that Asher could uh, bring them down in the ute. And while we were there, we started talking. We decided that we'd go and try and find a uh, a white uh, shoe polish pen so that we didn't have to borrow anyone else's because, as you know, for the last 25 years, we always seem to lose ours and end up borrowing someone. (laughs) So so we ended up driving around to... Sorry? Vince Belladonna's. We used to borrow his. Yeah, then... on, on, yes. <laughs> We've, yeah, we borrowed everyone's, I think. <laughs> now, I think someone's got ours, to be honest. But anyway, so we drove around. We drove around till way past midnight, went to every single 24-hour IGA listed in Western Australia, not just Perth, right? We went outside of the metro area. We went to all the Easy Pluses, and guess what? No one's got white. Plenty of black, obviously, the sale of white shoes now. <laughs> 1980s are over. It's all over. So anyway, <laughs> I still managed to get no sleep last night. We got to the track late. Boys did a magnificent job setting up. Yep. We missed the first qualifier. Missed the second qualifier. We probably could have made the second one, but we decided, you know what, there's another one. We'll go then. So yeah. we went We went uh, uh, for the, the uh, uh, third one, which is at 4 o'clock. Yep. And uh, now... Uh, on uh, Russell Batley on that run. So Russell Batley earlier in the day ran his first seven with that beautifully prepared 2JZ powered Supra, mm-hmm. all steel bodied one. And uh, he, um, he's he got a new EFI system on the car. Uh, they, they did some dynoing during the week and uh, got it all set up. Went down here with a conservative tune. Went a 790 off the trailer. So he was absolutely stoked. On the next run, he got hung out. Uh, a, a fair bit on the tree. I don't. I don't think it was deliberate. It just happened. He stayed on the two-step. 
took off. It was on a mission run. All of a sudden, there was a puma smoke. Car got loose, um, and he towed back. He had a transmission issue. So what had happened uh, was there was oil that had spewed out of the trans. We didn't really know what it was. Um, So I said to the boys, look, you start pulling that out, and um, I'll see if we can get it fixed later tonight, right? So on our run... Uh, as, as you and the viewers uh, uh, would know, and you've seen the video, you were there when we tested it, we fitted an air throttle to the car. Now, when I designed the system, the RAM, it's, it's an SMC RAM. Hmm. Uh, it's designed to handle 145 PSI. I designed the system at 145 PSI. Unfortunately, the solenoid valve that we got, uh, which is not made in Australia, not made in America, not made in Sweden, <laughs> not made anywhere in Europe, actually. But anyway, that's another story. Um, it started to leak yeah. at... Uh, 100 PSI, basically. So we had to wind the pressure back to about 80 PSI. And something happened that I hadn't accounted for. So I went out to do my burnout, and the BA with the big blown bad Hemi in it wouldn't spin tyres. Yeah. <laughs> right? So I was a bit confused because I've got my foot flat to the floors, and it's not spinning the tyres. Anyway, so it sat there for a while, and it started to spin, Right? Uh, I thought, oh, well, it is what it is. Went into stage, foot flat, let go of the button, and oh, the Camry would have blown the doors off of it. Absolutely. <laughs> it's not true because it still went 11.9, but I was thinking as I'm going down the track, that's, what the hell? What just happened, right? Everything worked fine. So we got back, downloaded the data, and what when we tested the air cylinder, we tested it with the motor off. With the vacuum on the back of the butterflies and the, the dropped pressure, you know, less than half or about half, sorry, oh, actually a bit more than half, but anyway, whatever. Let's call it half. Half the pressure, it didn't have enough force to fight the vacuum. And as the motor revved up, it actually shut the throttle. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> right. So, you know, we figured it out. We unbolted it. So, you know what, man? It's, it, this car is just saying you've got to drive it with the right foot. <laughs> Right, the only way you're going to get any sort of honour from this car, any respect, is to do it manually. Right? So we took it off. Right. In the meantime, Brinton said to me, why don't you go to Allfast now and have a look at his transmission? Right. So we headed back. Now, if you see what this torque converter looked like externally, it had turned blue, Nick. It had <laughs> turned blue. There was no paint left on it, and I thought for sure it was destroyed. He doesn't know how long he was on, on the two-step for, but the two-step's at 6,000, and we're pretty sure you could have timed it with a sundial he was on there for that long. So anyway, I, I, I managed to, to get one of the boys, and he met us at the workshop. I pulled the gearbox down, and, and it had spun the bush that goes in the pump. Like It had gotten that hot that there was no... Because oil won't work once you cook it. It becomes kind of gritty. Mm. So it actually welded the spout to the bush, and then the bush had moved forward and it had sliced the seal, and that's where the oil had come from. Now, I, I fully expected the to be blown up. If you saw it, you know, they were all there. Russell's whole crew were there, right? We split it open. I swear to God, you could have polished the spout and put the converter back in. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we fixed the transmission, fixed the converter. Brenton rang up and said, hey, mate, you need to get back here because we need to warm the car up and you need to get in your gear and tow out for another run. So I made it just back in time to start the car up, headed out. Uh, like, basically, I, I was strapping myself in the car while the boys were putting panels back on. 
towed around, uh, made the, the 9 o'clock qualifier. Mm. Uh, Britain put a really, really gay tune in. I basically had zero degrees of timing for the first two seconds of the run, right? Um, and he turned all the lean outs and that off. Yep. Okay. Left with just a little bit of throttle and then squeezed it on. Yep. Hit the shift flight. Hit the shift flight. Bang straight down the centre. It felt quick to me, but obviously I haven't driven for a long time, so probably a 10-second pass would feel quick to me. <laughs> right? um, and uh, you're looking at number one in WA, 730, brother. I saw it. I've, I've, I've had the, I had the time slip SMS to me already, and I, was, I thought, yep, that's enough to go to number one. Well done, mate. So, that's really good. So our goal is our goal is our goal is to qualify number one in top sportsman. That's that's at a six ninety now. We got one more shot tomorrow. Yeah. Right. So uh, we're looking at the tune up. I, I didn't really want to do. I want to have a cruisy day tomorrow and just do first <laughs> round. But we'll see how we go. Um, and uh, you will take it from there because, as you already know, I need to be at Marco's for uh, dinner at six. So. <laughs> So I need to, I need to be playing racing. I need to be knocked out. I, I didn't. I actually didn't know that. But uh, say hello to Marco for us while you're, while you're there. I will. I will. That I will. Hilarious. He was planning on, on coming down, but um, uh, I don't know if he did or not. Actually, he might be here. He might actually be here. But anyway, so tell me about race wars. Oh, it was an epic day actually. So they only ran to eight eight hundred meters today, and. Uh, to be honest with you, by the time they switched to 800 metres, the headwind was already up, probably about 25 k's an hour, according to the bomb. But it was pretty; it's still pretty strong. Uh, but Eddie Tassoni, amazing! I think he's gone already 321 today. And I have to be frank with you, Simon. I am frightened when he gets in that car. I was at the start line on his first pass. <laughs> this is no word of a lie. That car is absolutely crazy. He was on and off it that many times. It is loose as, as hell. And he managed the car control was incredible. And his second run, again, he was on it and off it four times. Still managed to do 322 kilometres an hour. He's, he's number one, that's 800 metres, with obviously tomorrow to go. They're going to try and do the VMAX 1,000 metre tomorrow morning because the wind, the wind will be down tomorrow morning. So I'm really looking forward to it. Can't wait. In second now, place... Now, sorry. Nick, there was a number of 300 kilometre an hour runs. Is yeah. That, is that, that's, that's correct, yes? That's correct, yes. Yeah. Six or seven today. Yep. Wow. Now, tell me, Nick, I, I need to know, right, we've, we've heard the Eastern Staters hang a fair bit of shit on us about, you know, our ambient conditions. Were they surprised? Were they taken aback by how strong the headwind is? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and it is strong. I mean, the wind was it was a tailwind in the morning, but that was only for the 400 meter roll roll on. By the time the 800 was sort of underway, it had turned to a headwind, and it was a reasonable headwind, I must say. It was a reasonable headwind. Was, I checked on bomb; it was about 25 k's an hour. But in real life, it doesn't sound like much, but in real life, like I was standing there, it's pretty strong. It's pretty strong. Well, the reality is, Nick, if you go 320 with 25 kilometres an hour, there's no wind. You're going to go 345. That's yeah. the simple fact of aerodynamics when you're pushing uh, 
uh, an object through the wind. So mm. I heard also Dave Christie went 307. He did, yes, in, that's uh, right. In, a, yep. in their Commodore. Yeah. So yep. great to see the two-wheel drive guys donkey stomping the four-wheel drive guys. <laughs> Uh, and also, Unfortunately, our... unfortunately they're turbo LSs. That's the only thing. <laughs> the other thing is, as well, unfortunately, I hate to report it, but the Camry has lost. So the uh, WTF Auto Camry uh, race today. It was the last race of the day, 6 o'clock. Uh, Tristan came on and gave us an interview earlier in the day, but, yeah, they weren't able to bring home the chocolate. So, um, yeah. So how did they go? The AU smoked them, did it? I didn't smoke them. No, I wouldn't say smoked it, but no, I'm not sure what the speed so, difference so which, was. Was this was this 400 meters? Was it 800 no, meters? they went. Was they it, went what, to. What I think they only went. They were racing to 800, but Tristan and John had a, an agreement to get off it at 600. So yeah, um, yep. Do we know car. how fast they went? I don't know, but I know that John had been running in the Falcon in the AU 234, 235 all day long, so no problems oh, at Nick, all. Oh, Nick, you know, you know what, mate? I know, I know we've said this two years in a row, but I reckon we're in with a chance. <laughs> we're in with a chance. Bring on the Camry. And now, now I've got some well-worn 315s that we can put on there. <laughs> really make it look like the, the, uh, the red car from Cars. <laughs> Well, listen, mate, I hope you're having a good time down there. I am, Simon, and you and, too. Uh, look after I, I, yourself I, tomorrow. I, I will. I'm, like I said, I'm in two minds as to whether to run or just go home. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we'll probably give it another crack, see if we can get that elusive six. No, nah, no worries, Simon, no worries. All right. Uh, all right, my friend. Thanks for that. You take care. Thanks take for care. the call. No worries. Talking power, stresses, all characters and events on this podcast, even those based on real people, are entirely fictional. All celebrity voices are impersonated poorly. We do not encourage street racing or the use of turbochargers.